From APM Reports, this is Educate, a podcast in collaboration with The Heckinger Report. I'm Stephen Smith. Over the past decade, government spending on colleges and universities in the United States has plummeted. This is a $9 billion a year difference uh, when adjusted for inflation between what states were paying for public higher education 10 years ago and what they're paying now. John Marcus is a higher education editor at The Heckinger Report. That's not a small drop. That's a significant drop. But it appears that most people in the country don't know that. This past fall, we teamed up with the APM Research Lab to survey Americans about funding for higher education. We wanted to know how much people understood about the way higher education gets paid for and whether people thought college was worth the high expense. One of the most surprising things we discovered is that the majority of respondents didn't know that government funding for higher education had decreased so dramatically. This is a fascinating phenomenon. John Marcus has done a lot of reporting on higher education budgets, and he says when tuition goes up, most people blame the school. They tend not to blame the governor or the legislature. And that's come home to roost in these survey findings because people aren't aware that what's been going on and and helping drive tuition up is the cuts in um, state funding. So as budgets are cut, logically, uh, state budgets are cut um, or state funding for higher education then uh, more of the burden falls on students and their families. They now pay almost half of operating costs at universities up from a third 10 years ago. And in fact, when we look at funding, we look at funding per student, and funding per student has declined. Uh, State appropriations per full-time student have fallen uh, in the last 10 years by about uh, $1,200 per student, uh, which is a significant amount. Why do you think that there is... So little understanding of that. One of the reasons, in my opinion, is because governors and legislatures know that there's another source of revenue, that is tuition. You can charge, if you don't provide taxpayer money to a university, the university can turn around and charge the student. And even better for the politicians, they they blame the university. And if they were aware, you'd expect a backlash, I assume. As a higher education writer for a while, I've sort of been wondering when the revolution's going to happen. I mean, uh, yeah, this this is very surprising. And what a lot of advocates for higher education, public higher education, uh, told us in response to these poll findings is that this is a problem, that people, um, uh, if they're not aware uh, that one of the reasons that their kids' tuition's going up is that their states are cutting funding, then they're not going to vote accordingly. Um, and, and I think that's a really interesting take. Is there a danger for state institutions, colleges, and universities in, you know, essentially criticizing the legislatures for cutting funding that it might drive them to do it even more? Well, I don't think legislatures and governors like being told what to do by public universities and colleges. So it's a very delicate balance there. Uh, I think that universities uh, probably think they can get more uh more support um, by approaching legislatures and governors positively, and they have an important message to send. Because one of the other things that's happening here is uh, that at the same time that these governors and, and, and legislatures are cutting funding for higher education, they're complaining that there aren't enough skilled workers to fuel the knowledge economy uh, in many states. There are a lot of states where unemployment is so low that employers can't find workers. And one reason for that is that we're not producing enough graduates. One of the reasons we're not producing enough graduates is, is because there are several reasons, but one is certainly that tuition's going up. Uh, and tuition's going up because the states aren't putting money into public higher education. 
John says that eight states have made especially large cuts to higher education since the Great Recession more than 10 years ago. Alabama, Arizona, Illinois, Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and South Carolina, they have all cut higher education by 30% or more. 30% or more. But a few states are actually spending more. Indiana, Montana, Nebraska, North Dakota, and Wyoming. Many of those states are are red states, but they're states in which uh, governors and legislatures have come to understand that the really good jobs uh, are uh, the ones requiring a higher education. So North Dakota, for example, which I visited to write about this, uh, was at one point one of only two states in the country increasing uh, funding for higher education, the other one at the time being Alaska, which is now cutting it. Both states, of course, at the time had oil revenue to do this with, but out of 50 states, only two in the midst of the recession were increasing higher education funding, and that's because North Dakota found that it was it was importing uh, engineers and other uh, degree holders to get the really good jobs in the oil industry, that is, as engineers, there were plenty of truck driver jobs going for 60 some thousand dollars for which you did not need a four-year university degree. But they were realizing that they were importing a lot of people from other states with university degrees, so they began to expand engineering programs at public universities in North Dakota. Um, So there are some places where this connection is, is understood, and that has translated into more support. Uh, and other places where, as I've mentioned, uh, many states that have now cut higher education funding by more than 30 percent in 10 years. And, you know, they, they too are having trouble finding skilled employees. The survey also talked to people about what they think about the value of higher education. And you talked to several people who had responded to that survey uh, directly. What did they have to say? So a lot of Democrats feel very strongly that this is something that government at all levels should support. And Republicans did feel that there was who we spoke to, this is anecdotal, Republicans who we spoke to said, yes, there is a place for public funding of higher education, but not entirely. That if students don't work at least in part toward their educations, maybe work part-time, assume some debt, then uh, some people feel that they're not really you know, learning anything about the world and life and what happens after college, that they should be at least in part accountable for underwriting their own their own educations. It's hard to imagine that our government at any level would would actually cut funding for something as important as education. Tyler Duffield was was an interesting person to talk to. I live in Buncombe County, North Carolina, right outside of Asheville. I'm 21, and I go, I attend my local community college pursuing a degree in uh, environmental engineering. He had been surveyed, and he himself is not struggling to pay for college. But he looks around him, and he sees a lot of students who are older than traditional age, older than him, in their mid to late 20s or early 30s, which is typical in higher education these days. Students are are older than they used to be. And he sees a lot of them working full-time and trying to balance college and still going into debt. And for him, it's unthinkable that states wouldn't support public higher education um, for people like that. Certainly, post-secondary education isn't necessarily for everyone, but there, there unquestionably should be more access to it. I mean, when you when you consider the issue of the student debt crisis, which which is in its trillions now, it's it's a very important issue. And um, my my personal take is free college for everybody.
Free college is already showing up as a contentious issue in the next presidential campaign. And our survey showed that most people in Tyler's age bracket like the idea. U.S. adults support free tuition for public universities. Kasira Absar analyzed the survey results at the APM Research Lab. And to be very clear, this isn't just sort of free tuition for anyone. It's for qualified attendees, so people who have applied and and make it through the process. And so we see just under three quarters of U.S. adults saying we support this idea and just a full quarter of adults saying they oppose it. Um, Additionally, when you break the data down by political party, you see a huge divide with 90 percent of Democrats saying that they do support free tuition as opposed to 47 percent of Republicans and 70 percent of independents. Kasira says young people like Tyler are the strongest supporters of free tuition. So you see 80 percent of young adults, so those 18 to 34, supporting free tuition as opposed to just 57 percent of those 65 plus. I'm sure if you ask people the more specific question of do they think that they're paying enough in taxes to be entitled to something like the ability for their kids to go to college if they want to, I'm I'm sure that they'll answer, certainly. This is Tyler Duffield again. As a way to look at this at the macro level is um, we're all worth it. Investing in ourselves and investing in our future is and always will be worth it. When the government starts cutting funding to higher education and the public at large doesn't see it, what's at stake? Well, uh, there are a lot of people that we spoke to about these poll results who are in the business of trying to generate public support for public higher education. And uh, they're very concerned that it's really hard to build uh, sort of grassroots support uh, for more state funding uh, when people don't see or understand the connection or the problem. Uh, And they also feel that it's harder to hold those lawmakers accountable uh, you know, in, at, on election day, if the public doesn't know that it's that they're the source of cuts that have resulted in that higher bill for, you know, for the kids in college. That was John Marcus. And you can find his story about the decline in government spending on higher education at the Heckinger Report website, heckingerreport.org. And you can find a link to the APM Research Lab's survey on what Americans think about the value of college and about access to college at apmresearchlab.org. Send us your thoughts about this episode and tell us why you listen. We're on Facebook and on Twitter. Our handle is at Educate Podcast. That's one word. You can also send an email to contact at apmreports.org or write up a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the last of two episodes of the Educate Podcast for the next few months. We're going to be switching to a seasonal production schedule, and we'll be back in August with brand new episodes and documentaries. Alex Baumhart and Chris Julin produced the podcast. This episode was mixed by John Miller. We partner with the Heckinger Report, which is a nonprofit independent news organization focused on inequality and innovation in education. Support for APM Reports comes from Lumina Foundation and the Spencer Foundation. I'm Stephen Smith. Thanks for listening. This is APM.